a lot of teachers will say, you just got to be positive and be grateful. And yes, you do. But in ignoring those feelings you're having, that anxiety, that fear, whatever's coming up around money, all of that stuff is actually getting stuck. And it's it's messing with your frequency and your ability to attract more. So we have to feel it. We have to dig into it to at least acknowledge it and clear it so you don't have to deal with it ever again. You're listening to the Merged Marketing Podcast with me, Jason Hunt. The mission with this show is to discuss all things marketing, sales, and mindset. It's my hope for entrepreneurs like you to get the most from your efforts so that you can focus on what you do best. Let's go. Hey, what's up, guys? The Merged Marketing Podcast is a production of Merged Media. Now, today on episode 110, we are talking about how to attract money. On a consistent basis with financial advisor, educator, Jody Lynn Craven. Um, I got a lot of takeaways from this episode, uh, specifically just the mindset around attracting money. And I, I totally think this is a hugely beneficial episode for entrepreneurs out there that are constantly in that hamster wheel of working hard and generating money to equal happiness. And uh, Jody Lynn is going to show you a better way to tackle that mindset and tackle making money. And I love this episode. Jody Lynn's awesome. Make sure you listen to the full episode in its entirety. Without further ado, check out my chat with Jody Lynn Craven. You are listening to the Merged Marketing Podcast. And today on the show, I've got Jody Lynn Craven, and we're talking about how to consistently attract more money. And this is one I'm going to be listening to very closely. Jody Lynn Craven is a financial advisor, financial educator, and creator of Abundance Consciousness and the Fluid Money Blueprint. With approximately $10 million under management and managing a team of financial advisors, Jody Lynn has advanced knowledge, experience, and expertise in modern financial structures, and alternatively, the mindset and energy behind money. Jody Lynn, welcome to the show. Hi, I'm so excited to be here and talk more about money. Definitely, 100%. And uh, I thought our first conversation was very interesting. And I think we just scratched the surface on the topic we're going to dive into today. Um, And I'm sure a lot of people watching are wondering, how can they attract more money? But first, let's talk about your journey into being a financial advisor. What landed you there? Oh my goodness. Uh, A lot of mistakes, to be really honest. Um, My background before that, I was a safety consultant for oil and gas. You know, I live in Alberta and I had purchased a house at the boom of the economy. And when me and my boyfriend at the time broke up, uh, it was at the bottom of the recession. So, you know, our house was worth half of what we owed on it. And walking away from it, it was more of a decision, um, you know, with a breakup, it should just be, you know, I don't want to be in this relationship anymore. But with this situation, it was, do I want to go through foreclosure? Do I want to go through bankruptcy? Do I want to completely ruin my credit? All of that had to be considered. And and I did it. And I, you know, slept on, in my, on my brother's couch, lived with them for an entire year to rebuild my life. And I was really convinced, Jay, that... The reason I ended up in this situation was lack of education. 
So I thought, you know what, I, I'm going to actually enter the field so that I can learn because I figured, you know, if I had the know-how of how of all the structures work, it can't be that complex. I can learn anything that I put my mind to. So I'll learn it and then no one can take advantage of me again. And so I, I got into the industry. I found that there was so many people that were just like me that were confused by the industry that wanted to understand. But, you know, it, they talk in a different language than most of us talk. So uh, it, it was really interesting and I loved helping people. So I eventually left safety and, you know, built a brokerage within financial services. And and then I started dabbling into the mindset and, and the energy side of things probably about four or five years ago. You know, I was just hungry to learn more about how the mind works. I had done a ton of personal development taken lots of courses, but I felt like there wasn't the the nuts and bolts, the actual framework of how do you consistently attract more money. I felt like I kept going through the same pattern over and over again. And I would watch my clients do it too. For example, I would, you know, free up a thousand dollars for them, you know, build a plan on a year later when I come back, you'll have this paid off. And then, you know, you'll have this much in savings. And then when I would go back in a year, it would be worse or in the exact same place that I left them. And I thought this, this can't be by chance because it was more than one person. It was multiple people. And then I started looking at myself. So I started looking for the answers and I, I went within, started to, you know, ask God, ask my higher self, started channeling keys, which were at first just questions on how we perceive money and how that perception ripples out and creates our reality. And then I built an entire framework, which I call the fluid money blueprint around it to teach other people. Wow. Um, a lot to unpack there. Um, yeah. <laughs> one of the, one of the big things though, is, is you're kind of, you scratched your own itch. That's crazy. You know, you weren't even thinking of being a financial advisor till you hit that quote unquote, potentially rock bottom spot to be like, Hey, I figured this out. Now I got to help other people to figure it out. And, yeah. and that's what, and that's what you're doing right now on a, on a daily basis. And that's amazing. Thank you. It was it was rough. I was 25 years old at the time and I, you know, nobody would tell me anything like the bank where I had my mortgage. Unfortunately, you know, I'd call and say, what is what what happens if I don't pay my payments? And they don't want to answer that question. So I did a bait and switch with my dad because he was a client there. He booked the appointment with the branch manager and then he was like, here's Jody. And I just sat her down and said, I need answers to these questions because I don't know where to look and no one wants to help me. So I need to be able to protect myself. And that really fueled a fire, um, you know, under my butt because I knew that I wasn't the only one that wasn't getting answers or, you know, wasn't getting help. Not that the financial industry is bad. It's just a lot of times it's all on commission and a lot of people don't have time or they don't have the knowledge. So I just had this hunger to understand for myself. And then when I saw other people in the same position, I felt called to teach. Love it. I, I want to kind of go with this, with the approach of kind of reverse engineering it and understanding how are people doing it wrong? How are people not attracting money? How are they deterring money from themselves? Mm. Well, it usually has nothing to do with money itself. It's usually the way that we perceive ourselves and what it takes to earn said money. Uh, the biggest beliefs that I'll run, uh, run up against with my students in my courses is the how. You know, I got to work really hard. I got to be the first one in the office. I got to be the last one to leave. I got to sacrifice, sacrifice, grind. Um, and whatever you believe 
or perceive will be true for you. So then, you know, for myself, I would find that I was burning out. I couldn't keep up with this lifestyle that I had created of go, 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 work, work, work. I was experiencing adrenal fatigue and, you know, probably anxiety and depression and all of these things. But I felt like I was in between a rock and a hard place. I can't stop or the money flow will stop. So when I would stop, because that was my belief system, the money would stop. So I really literally had to, to look at all of the belief systems that I held around making money and receiving money and break them down from there and really evaluate, is it true? Is it something I want to believe? And is there another perspective I, that will be beneficial for me to hold on to? Yeah, I mean, just speaking of myself, I'm fortunate enough that, you know, my wife is very good with money. She's my CFO. She handles everything on the finance side because to me personally, I mean, money is kind of a stressor. I don't want to think about it. You know, yep. I don't want to I don't want to be in control of it. Um, I don't want to have to worry about it. Um, and I'm sure a lot of people out there uh, feel that same sentiment that I do. But, you know, the, the clients that you work with, is there a specific kinds of entrepreneurs or industries that you work with? Because obviously, you know, depending on whether somebody's a salesperson, generating a lot of their income from commission is very different from somebody that might be, for example, a teacher that makes a very steady income paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, I like to work with entrepreneurs because the uh, the possibilities are greater. Their mind is a little bit more open, I guess, from what I've found in seeing what possibilities are out there for money to come towards them. And with when you're getting a paycheck every single month or every single two weeks, there's this limitation factor that's built into our minds as an employee. Now, that being said, it doesn't mean that you can't you know, consistently attract more money as an employee, you definitely can. You're just dealing with that, the constructs that come with, I get a paycheck every two weeks. And that's why a lot of people don't move over from the employee side of things to the entrepreneurs. There's this anxiety around receiving money. And that's why a lot of people don't look at what money they're bringing in or where their money is going is because of this unconscious anxiety we have around money. And that's actually one of the frequencies that stops us from receiving more. And it's so interesting because our society is kind of built on, well, the law of attraction. A lot of teachers will say, you just got to be positive and be grateful. And yes, you do. But in ignoring those feelings you're having, that anxiety, that fear, whatever's coming up around money, all of that stuff is actually getting stuck. And it's it's messing with your frequency and your ability to attract more. So we have to feel it. We have to dig into it to at least acknowledge it and clear it so you don't have to deal with it ever again. It's interesting because I do believe there's a lot more flexibility with entrepreneurs or control with entrepreneurs in the uh, the kind of income that they can bring in. For example, if you're a solopreneur, a lot of the business growth is a direct correlation to the efforts that you make, mm -hmm. um, which is a positive and a negative. The negative side to that, oh, the positive is obviously it's in your control. The negative side of it is when do you stop? <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you said, when do you when do you put the laptop away or put the computer away or put the phone down and just call it a day? Because this is essentially why a lot of entrepreneurs burn out in the first place. It's got yeah. that endless need of a, or that scarcity of finances and money and, and consistent addiction to growth, right? Yeah. And if we're making, if we're creating our own reality, now imagine this, you're in a state of scarcity. You're in a state of, if I stop working, I'm going to run out. So there's a lot of anxiety there. That's what you're telling the universe to give you more of. And this is the kind of mind bending thing with attracting more money is that 
you know, the things we always say, well, when I have more money, I'll feel joy, I'll feel excitement, I'll feel bliss, I'll feel safe, all of these things. Well, you attract who you are in this moment. So if you apply that logic, what you need to do right now in this moment is find a way to feel more of those things, to feel more joy, feel more bliss, feel safe in this moment here. And thus you will attract more of that towards you and more money. Can you, can we dive a little bit more into that? Can you give some examples of how you can kind of manifest that? Yeah. Well, first, and and I talk about this with my uh, my system, the Fluid Money Blueprint. This is actually in phase three, where you are learning to become magnetic. Now, I get people to actually look at their day because it was the most astonishing, uh, you know, exercise that I had ever done in my life. Where I, you know, I'm a happy-go-lucky person. I'm really positive. You know, I'm I'm one of those people you could wake me up in the middle of the night and I'd probably, you know, after coffee or something, I would have a smile on my face. When I was, you know, ten years younger, you could wake me up at two o'clock in the morning and I'd have a smile on my face. I was just always happy. So I thought this this exercise is kind of stupid. My average emotion, my average frequency is happy and joy. But then I wrote down, so I, I went through my day and listed, okay, what do I do? I get up in the morning and then I go to the bathroom, I brush my teeth, I make coffee, I read. I went through every single line item of my day and then I went back through it and, and asked myself, how do I feel when I wake up in the morning? How do I feel when I'm getting ready? How do I feel throughout the entire line item list of all of these things? And it was crazy, Jay, because the average, what I thought was joy, the average was actually overwhelm and anxiety. So <laughs> did you want to chime in there? No, I just want to say, is that, is that, that's your own doing though. You took, yeah. you created that for yourself. 100%. But I was so unaware of it. In the morning, my thought process, and it took, you know, time and, and self-reflection to really understand this. But mm -hmm. I would ask, you know, why do I feel anxious? The moment I wake up, my feet haven't even hit the ground. It's because I was under this assumption, under this perception that I should have done more already. I should be at the office already. I should have already mm -hmm. made calls today. I should have, I should have, I should have. And I was shooting all over myself, mm -hmm. as mm -hmm. I like to call it, but that was impacting my frequency. Same with the overwhelm. I felt like I had all of these things to do. And, you know, this, this famous uh, to-do list, men and women approach this really differently. But men, bless them for having this approach. You'll have a to-do list and you get like two on the list of 10 done and you're like, yes, I'm the man. I'm so amazing. Women, the way that their brain operates is they're always looking for faults because we're, we're gatherers. It's it, by design that we're looking for things that are not necessarily right. It's a protective mechanism. So we get two or nine things of the 10 accomplished and it's never good enough. It's always this level of perfection. So I would have this list and I would, I would be looking at it and when I was trying to uphold this standard of perfection that was unconscious, I would overwhelm myself. So then I'd be in this frequency of overwhelm and I would say, I don't have time for this. I don't have time for that. I, don't, I can't do that because I have to work. I can't do that because I have to do this. Now, what I'm telling the universe throughout all of that is I don't have room for more. Don't mm. send me more. I can't handle it, mm. which is the opposite of what I wanted. Obviously, I wanted more clients. Obviously, I wanted more money, all of these things. But I was telling the universe the opposite by mm. my frequency.
Real quick, guys. Are your messages on social media falling on deaf ears? Are you having trouble converting those leads from social media? Well, there's a better way to do it. And that is by use of a lead magnet, something that provides immense value to your target audience that's irresistible and they can't say no. The goal here is to get that contact information from your ideal clients off of social media so you can put them into a nurture sequence so they can know, like, and trust you. If this sounds of interest to you, we've done dozens and dozens and dozens of these type of campaigns for our clients and we can help you out as well. Head on over to merged.ca and book your discovery call today. M-E-R-G-E-D.ca. This episode already is a bit of a sequel to the last episode, which was about uh, talking, was with Eve Duke talking about the morning routine. And uh, you hit the nail on the head there. And we talked about in the last episode, talking about those little small wins when you wake up in the morning and just compounding those wins and creating that winning streak for a successful day. And, and you're kind of hitting it on the head there, Jody Lynn, by, by saying what not to do. And that's not to feel overwhelmed and stressed out when you start your day, because it gets you down kind of a downward spiral to just being stressed out and burnt out. Yeah. Um, I do want to touch on um, what you mentioned there a second ago about that list and, and attributing that to um, attracting more money. Is there some tips that you have about having that list of 10 things to do and how can people sift through that list to get to what they really want, which is attracting more money? Mm. So I've changed so much from the entrepreneur entrepreneur that I used to be. You know, the entrepreneur that I used to be used to be, you know, the perfection. Get all of these things done, um, and all of it would be in a perception of I have to do this to make money. Now the things on my list that I prioritize are the things of highest joy. They are the things that align with the frequency that I want to be in. And the way that you figure that out is simply by asking. You know, if I had everything my way, if I had all of the money that I truly desire, how would I feel? Joy, bliss, whatever those feelings are. Now, prioritize your to-do list based on those things. And now some people that are watching are going to say, but not everything is joyful. I, you know, there's things I have to do. If you're a solopreneur, like you were talking about, you know, maybe you have to do taxes or you have to do whatever it is that maybe you don't like. Maybe it's paperwork. Okay. The reason why you don't like it is because of the way that you perceive it. So let's use the example of taxes. I love this one. A lot of people are like, I hate paying taxes. I hate that a big portion of my money goes to taxes. And then they say, I have to pay taxes. That is a very different frequency than looking at all the reasons why you would love to pay taxes. I love being an entrepreneur that's in the game, meaning I have a business which means I pay business taxes. Being in the game gives me the ability to write off things. It gives me the ability to go on a trip and write off a portion of that, go for dinner with you know, a colleague and write off a portion of that, get new equipment, uh, expand, hire staff, take care of other people. I get to do this because I'm an entrepreneur and I get to pay taxes in an entrepreneur tax bracket. I love it's, it. What a yeah, spin. that's a completely different feeling than than I have to. So I would I would encourage those of you that look at your list and think I have you know I have all of these things that I don't like to do, really do some self reflection. Why don't you like it? Can you pass it off to someone else to do instead of you, so you can be in your zone of genius? And if you still have to do it, is there a way that you can do it that feels better, that feels more in alignment? A really good tool that I use with my students is. Um, 
oh geez, I forget, I forget the name of it. Uh, it's the emotion chart and uh, it shows a spiral and it's got lower level emotions at the very bottom and at the very top is your highest level emotions. And we're always trying to go from like the bottom all the way to the top. But when you're in a state of like anger or frustration, it's really difficult to shift all the way mm -hmm. and not, not stuff any of those feelings down. So you just worry about the micro change. Okay, what is one level above frustration? Maybe it's just like, eh, whatever that feeling mm -hmm. is. Um, but what is one level above that? And you keep trying to fall in love with it. You know, I used to hate paperwork so much that I would cause a ruckus on my own end. When my assistant wasn't around, you know, paperwork would be arduous and it would take me forever and she wasn't there to help me. And it was all of these feelings, but I was making the experience worse now because I have changed the way that I perceive paperwork, changed the way that I even do it. Like I'll grab music and put on comfy clothes and, you know, whatever, make the experience enjoyable for me. It takes me no time at all when my assistant is on holidays and I'm the one that has to do the paperwork in the background. Keep it positive. Be yeah. positive like Jody Lynn. That's the way yeah. to go. That's it. Awesome. Let me, let's dive into the fluid money blueprint for a second here. We talked about uh, the third phase, a third step in that in that blueprint. Um, can we touch on uh, the other steps kind of at a high level overview? Yeah. Okay. So the fluid money blueprint is the blueprint that I created when I wanted to go from working 14 hour days to taking an entire summer off and still making more money, still attracting more money. Um, so this is what I went through. The phase number one is about unearthing negative belief systems. So a lot of people will start with money mindset on like what their parents taught them, what they see in the world. And Unfortunately, that is like the surface, surface, surface level beliefs. We're not even going deep there. When it comes to money, we hold things a lot deeper than that. We hold it in regard to how we how we perceive or what we perceive we're worth in this world. We hold it in value of whether we are good or not. You know, we we a lot of times we want more money to, to prove that we are good, that we have done good in this world, that we have achieved something, that we are successful. It's so metric. Yeah, a, a metric. metric. Yeah, exactly. But it's so personal and it gets so attached to who we are on a soul level, who we are from a heart space. And we really need to look at those and begin to shift them. So I teach you my method of going through and questioning. How do you feel when you look at money? How do you feel when you look at your negative experiences or mistakes that you've made? So basically that's phase one is all about data collection. I, I get my students to pretend that they're like a private eye and there's no attachment to this. You're not beating yourself up over anything. You're just going and looking for the information of how you ended up here. Because once we know, once we have that co conscious awareness, then we can choose. If we don't know, then, then you can't choose anything. You're just stuck in the same old pattern. I call it the cow path. You're going down the same path all the time. So we have to get that conscious awareness. So that's phase one. And then in phase two, I actually teach you my custom method on how to shift it within your brain. So we do the same thing over and over again. A pattern that I used to have that is a really good example is I would pull up my banking information and I wouldn't even get into my bank account. I would just pull it up and then I would have this anxiety attack 
but I didn't know I was having it. I would feel pressure on my chest and pressure in my shoulders. I would feel like my throat is closing off a little bit. My heart would race. And then all of a sudden, I would be like, I don't need to look at my bank account right now. I, I, I need to work. And then I would find myself like banging on things. Like I'm mm. going to bang on my cell phone. I'm going to call mm. somebody. I'm going to mm. try and force something to happen. And what I was having was this automatic nervous system response of fight, flight, or freeze. Mm. So in phase two, I teach you with what I call the cast method on how to calm your nervous system, how to actually shift things, how to, how to bring up more and shift things so that you're letting the pattern go and you're building a new pattern. So it's kind of like that old pattern is sealed off and you're choosing one that is more beneficial to where you want to go. And then the last phase is becoming magnetic. And that's where we talk about how what you do in a day, um, how we shift those things. Um, I give you a bunch of tips and tricks on how to keep that at the forefront of your mind and then leaning into possibilities, which is one of my favorite. We have a one-track mind on how money comes into our life. And I, it's like a muscle. Receiving is like a muscle. So we need to break that open so you can see that money can come from a billion different possibilities, not just the one, you know, route that you've you're used to before. Amazing. Amazing. Definitely reach out to Joey Lynn about the fluid money blueprint. Sounds like some fire right there. Check it out. Um, I want to switch lanes for a second here, Jody Lynn, and talk a little bit about marketing and how is Jody Lynn marketing herself in this, you know, a very competitive landscape of financial advising. Yeah. Well, you know, I have the financial brokerage business and then I have the abundance consciousness where the fluid money blueprint and all of that stuff is. Um, so I spend most of my time nowadays in the abundance consciousness realm teaching that because I think the world really needs to change their perception of money. And when we do the world will change to a better place. So I have a free webinar. Um, maybe we can put the links on there. Mm. Uh, that's kind of how I market things is, you know, I like to, I like to teach people and I think, you know, more people need to learn this. So I teach them about the fluid money blueprint. I actually go through the top three mistakes I see people making with the law of attraction. One being, you know, I got to do more and how to shift that. Um, the second one being like, I can't feel anything but positive and, and how to shift that so you can really release those emotions that are getting stuck. And, and uh, so we go through that and then how to really identify root belief systems. And all of that is free. And then I've just been going on different podcasts and, um, you know, teaching all of this stuff. And uh, that's kind of how I've been marketing it so far. It's amazing. And it's one of those things I talk about it with uh, my business partner quite a bit. It's like, um, you know, when things happen good, when things are good, they're great. And when things are yeah. not so good, it's terrible. You know, yeah. they always say, you know, bad things happen in threes, right? And it's like, it's naturally, you're creating this yourself. You know, once those two bad things happen, it's like naturally you're programmed to be like, okay, when's this yeah. next bad thing going to happen? And naturally, what do you know it happens, right? Yeah, you're looking for it. <laughs> you're looking for it, right? But you have control. And I think that's one big takeaway for me today is you have the control on whether it's attracting money or having success in business. But on the contrary, it can go the other way as well. And there's another mm -hmm. side of that coin, but you have the control. Yeah. Right? Which That's is cool. so empowering. Mm -hmm. And I, I have this root belief that everything always works out for me and always works out for the better. So even that story of the house that I was telling you about back when I was 25, I knew in my heart of hearts that everything would work out and I couldn't see how, but I knew that it would. And 
and here I am now. So I've been introduced to amazing people like you and so many other people that want to talk to me about what I do. And I know more are coming um, um, through those channels too. So I'm excited. Cool. Jody Lynn, what's the best way our audience can get in touch with you if they have any questions? Uh, Instagram. Find me on Instagram. It's just Jody Lynn Craven. Um, I think my name is below there so you can spell it. It's got an I and an E. I'm, I'm a weird spelling of Jody. So find me on Instagram. Just send me a message. I got a ton of information on my website. Check out the free webinar. Um, yeah, just contact me. I think it's so funny that, um, you know, you start getting into these circles and, and getting onto podcasts and stuff like that. And then people are afraid to reach out and ask a question. So I, anybody that's like, oh, I don't know, this might sound stupid. Ask me anyway. Um, because if you're thinking this question on how to move through something, um, someone else is too. And uh, it's valuable content for you and so many people in the world. So just find me on Instagram and ask. Cool. Awesome. Uh, Jody Lynn, that's been great. Check out the show notes, everybody, for all the links that uh, Jody Lynn talked about today, including her webinar. All the information will be there on uh, merge.ca slash podcast slash 110. Um, now, Jody Lynn, we end every episode with the same question. That question is this. If you can choose one person dead or alive to represent your brand, who would it be and why? Oh, my gosh. That's hard. Oh, man. Uh, this might sound weird. Nothing. Uh, trust. We've gotten uh, everything on this one. I, I would choose God. Okay. Because I think that uh, everything that I teach um, has come from within. And I think that we're all, you know, pieces or fractals of the, the universe of God and uh, he, she, whatever. Uh, God would be the only one that could do it justice, the message that I was uh, sent here to deliver. So God. Love it. Awesome, yeah. Jordan. Thank you so much for joining us. And we will be talking to you again soon. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Merged Marketing Podcast. I appreciate you taking the time to listen to this podcast and it would mean the world to me if you went on over to our podcast platforms to leave us a review. We'd love to hear what you think. If you are or you know somebody who would make for a great guest on the Merged Marketing Podcast, go on over and email podcast at merged.ca. Thanks again, everybody. Don't settle for good. Be great.